about missing objects? Well, I get excited about anything. You know, I get excited about having an egg in the morning. The, the things that I love about anything is introducing people to the possibilities of things happening. So we know that something's going to really happen. And if they start looking for stuff, I can, I'll tell you the story of the lost bird I found. Okay. And I'll tell you that. And that's a really funny story. And that'll make you laugh and it'll make you cry as well, because it's got a quite a, uh, it's got a twist in the tail at the end. Okay. Yes. So, sh shall we talk? You know, I'd love to. Okay. Missing, and finding missing objects. Thanks. Now, the key to finding something is its energy signature, which is the unique vibration that every object and sentient creature has. So we all vibrate a different frequency. And when we actually walk around or say, for instance, you would go down to your driveway and get in your car, you leave that energy signature as you go. So if we can follow that energy signature, then we can find a lost object. Do you see when somebody, let's say, walks across, do you see a trail of any kind? Yeah. As long as you've got something of the person's with you, you can pick up the vibration of that person so uh, so you're but, you're talking about objects let's say a medium is holding let's say an old necklace of someone's grandmother that there's an imprint or a signature on that piece yeah that's psychometry um picking up the energy from something that that the person who's not here has had or for instance a, a cat may have slept in a basket and in that basket is the energy of the cat so you get the energy signature, which you can then follow. You okay. And then work out what direction it's gone in. Okay. So when you are missing an object, the idea is if you could pick up on the energy vibration signature of that object, you can find it. You know, I, I know you're about to tell us this interesting story, which I'm very excited to hear that, <laughs> that my guides, this is something that happens to me regularly. And when I say regularly, I mean, so often that now I laugh because it's the one thing, no matter how aligned I am, things constantly go missing and it makes me crazy. And so it's always a test. I feel like my inner self is always testing me to see, where are you? Are you, are you okay with the fact that you don't know where this is? Can you let it go? And then if I get into alignment, sometimes it will occur to me where to look. Yes. And if I'm frustrated, then that's blocked off and it does not occur to me where to look. I can so relate to you. Okay. Because things, and just this second before we started talking, I've got my Sky Remote Control here. Yeah. And I dropped it and the back came off. <laughs> and do you think I can find the back? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know where it is. And I think it's, it's, it's almost like Spirit saying to me, okay, you say you're so good at finding missing things. Find that, you so and so. And it's, it's under your desk. <laughs> I've been on I've been on my hands and my knees and I've <laughs> it been will just looking. appear out of nowhere when we're done. I know it. It will occur to you. I think it will. Yeah. And, and, and this is my my thing about missing objects is that they do go. You know, teleportation is real. That is go. what I wanted to know. So do do they just disappear and then reappear? They do. Yes, they Stop. actually do. Uh, a very quick story about that. Yes. Um, I, knew a, I knew a lady that was diabetic. She was a really good friend of mine. And she had uh, she lived with her husband and her brother. Okay. And she wasn't allowed to eat anything sweet. Okay? okay, so no, no chocolate, no nothing. And she used to have 
the Iron Cross. It's like a necklace of her brothers. And she used to put it around her neck every night and take it off, put it on the bedside table, you know, before she went to bed. Mm -hmm. And it used to be there. And she woke up one morning and it wasn't there. So she rang me in a bit flustered. She said, I can't find my brother's cross and chain. I, I need to find it, Don. Where is it? I said, OK, well, let's have a look. You've got a picture and I'll get the energy and off. Yeah. And we traced it and we traced it to the bathroom cabinet. <gasps> it had been placed in the bathroom cabinet, but it had been placed right next to a tube of Smarties which is candy. <laughs> it's like she'd been sneaking the Smarties in, right, when she'd been going to the bathroom. Oh, my God. So she was getting a message like, I see you eating sugar. You're yeah. not supposed to do. Hold on. So many things that I need to unpack here. Number one, she called you. So now everyone listening and me, every time I lose something, we're all going to call you. Yep. We traced it to the medicine cabinet how did you what how did you do that i just I, I knew the layout of her property and i remote viewed it from the energy from where it was left and i just walked around the house in the way that i can see the house in a remote viewing way so, so in your mind's eye yes did you meditate yeah. was it a meditation or you just close your eyes no, and no just go, go straight in. into it go straight into it pick up the pick up the place and and walk around and walk around yeah so and, and i did that uh, and as soon as i went into the bathroom cabinet it was there so oh. this cross and chain had been placed inside this bathroom cabinet listen Next. everyone listening understands this because we have all put something on our nightstand and we could have sworn i yeah. just put it there did it get yeah. up and walk away that's what we always say did it get up and walk away this is the craziest thing so did yeah. she, do you think she now can you trace do you think she took it off mindlessly was she washing her face and she took it off and put it in the medicine cabinet i mean either way the fact that you trace it is remarkable but in terms of it landing next to the smarties um yeah. you know because a skeptic would say she was slept walk she you know put it there sure sure they would but the thing is she was very careful because this chain was her brother's and she missed her brother and that was her one link to her brother that she would have had and, she's not uh, just putting it anywhere no she's she's very careful about it and very very protective of it and she was in pieces when it wasn't there i'm she sure was absolutely devastated and just the fact that we traced it in there but the the, the killer was the smarties next to it because there's it a was, message there yeah absolutely it was like stop eating smarties and, and stop you know just stop it and that was why i have one question and i have heard of spirit moving objects yeah teleportation teleportation yeah, teleportation. They do move objects and objects do get lifted and then they do get placed back. And I've got yeah. so many stories of teleportation that I could share, but some of them are really so remarkable. I, I want to first talk about finding this, this missing bird. This, yes. this missing bird called Cheech. Okay. And again, every story that I start with starts with a phone call to me. And this lady knows what I do. And she rings me up in floods of tears, saying that her beloved cockatiel called Cheech has gone out the kitchen door and flown away. And could I possibly find Cheech for her? 
Well, me being me, I'd drop everything and go around to her house, open the, you know, see the cage, see the where the bird has been, and, you know, feel the energy. And we literally trace the energy for about two miles from the back door. There's, if you can, if you can imagine myself and Alison, right, oh. we're both walking along these paths, looking up. Alison is looking up too, so she's yeah, looking. Yeah, we're, we're both we're both not looking where we're going. We're looking up because the trail is there, and I'm saying, look, can, can Alison see the trail too, or she's looking with her physical senses, her eyeballs, just looking for a bird, yeah, and you are using your and you're yeah. using your non-physical senses watching actually looking for actual traces yeah looking for the energy frequency yeah the energy, the energy frequency and the energy signature of this cockatiel so, okay so we we follow it and we find right the bird has stopped and the bird is actually in a hedge in someone's private garden you come upon the bird yeah we come upon the, across the bird yeah 2 miles away okay, okay. Where the energy trail finishes but the bad news is before we could get to the bird a cat gets it oh so did you i don't need to know that part of the story so did you <laughs> witness that yeah we saw the cat the cat actually catches oh. the bird and drags it indoors so we had to knock on the door of the house and say your cat's just um, grabbed a cockatiel that belongs to someone. Is there any chance that you could actually see if it's still alive, please? So she, the lady of the house, and, and believe it or not, the house was really, it was something out of, oh, you wouldn't believe the state of the house. It was okay. really rough. Yeah, Dark. really, yeah. really, really. And this, this lady went to find the cat and the cat had got the bird, but the bird had been killed. It killed the bird. I mean, can you see in my aura right now the change that just happened at the end of that story? Can you see yeah, it? It's so disappointing, isn't it? I'm because... like depressed and sad. And it's like the violent ending was not what I was expecting. But I love that you, I mean, clearly you were meant to see it because there are no accidents. Nothing is random. You hear me That's say this right. over and over again. So the idea is you were meant to know so that the owner of the bird could stop looking because what we do know or what I believe now I you know you and I part ways on all this but I believe that we choose a time and place of our death that every death is an exit that we actually our non-physical selves decides so the bird knew that its time was up that bird went and had that co-creation with the cat <laughs> It was all a part. So if anyone's listening, I'm, I'm actually just trying to comfort myself right now and it's working. So it's all divine. And the bird is completely in a beautiful place right now. And is probably back as a llama, but that you were meant to tell the owner, you know, it's time to mourn the loss of your bird. Otherwise yeah. she may have been looking for this bird for the next five years. You oh know? yeah, absolutely. The, the the biggest problem was letting the bird out into the garden so it could fly away because it was Yeah, but clearly into... it was meant to happen because there's no accident. So yeah. it, it was it was the bird's time and there was a moment the bird sees the moment. Animals have a sense of these things, right? They don't have the kind of resistance that people have. But the the missing object part of the story is unbelievable that you actually like a hunter you guys trade instead of hunting a scent you are hunting you're following the energy signature which is yeah, freaking fascinating okay wait so do you have any stories now about the teleportation 
teleportation yeah lots of things actually go missing or can go missing very easily and then be teleported back into the place where they were originally or where they could have been originally so you get quite a few stories about people losing things that are valuable things yeah. like coins yeah. you know, that go they go teleport and they come back we've got i've got quite a few stories of people losing things like photographs but passports seem to go missing a lot hmm. and a lot of people will lose their passports before they go on journeys. And I think that's part of the divine intervention again, saying you're not going to go on a journey. Okay. Or what's here, here's what's interesting. In, in my work, I would say that person has fear somewhere in them, in their vibration about the trip. And therefore that event happening where they lose their passport is just showing them that there is some limiting beliefs or some fear or resistance around or anxiety around the upcoming travels. And so that's sort of to say, okay, okay you have resistance about this trip, you're missing your passport. And that's, and that's where I would, that's where I would come uh, on that. But that's interesting to me because that would actually say that we trigger our own teleportations. Hell yes, absolutely. See, we trigger everything. No. We're the creators of our entire reality. So I'm but here that's to say- really but that's really fascinating, isn't it? Because if we've got such really wondrous powers, yeah, then everything that happens to us is down to us. A one thousand percent. That is exactly what I'm saying. Which, which is incredible. So yeah. this leads me onto the next story. Okay, again, great. Again, it starts with a telephone call. <laughs> okay. By the way, I need your phone number. It's nine one one. Nine one one in the US is is um how we call the police station. Yes, that's right. So everybody call nine one one. Okay, so so lead us in thank you, wasn't it, Jackie? It was. I'm gonna tell you the story of the lady with the diamond earring. Because a lady again gets in touch with me because she's lost a diamond earring. That sounds now, like the title the, of a book. The lady with yeah, the diamond be, earring. Yeah, the mystery. Cool, it? Yeah. yeah. Just one diamond earring because she couldn't find the other one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is pretty awful, isn't it? Can you imagine it? Her boyfriend had brought her these diamond earrings worth around about $14,000 for, for uh, an anniversary gift. And he was taking her out that night for dinner. And of course she wanted to wear these earrings and she could only find one. So by the time she reached me, she was in quite a state because she'd been hunting around for it for quite some time. Anyway, By the way, really quick, in the same way that I said the thing about the passport, all that tells me is that she had some limiting beliefs around her own worthiness to have those earrings. And so losing one was a manifestation event to show her that she had some work to do about feeling worthy of such a okay. gift. Okay. Well, well, I would agree with you on this, and I'll tell you why. Because when she came to me and I started um, doing the remote view of where the earrings were, what I saw was I just saw black. Everything was black. She's black. Total black. And I said to her, do you have a black purse or a black bag that these earrings came in? And she said, yes. But she said, I've turned the bag inside out and there's no earring in there. I can only find one. So I said to her, go back to that bag and do exactly the same again. 
And she did exactly the same again. And there was the earring in the bag. So she actually discovered it where she thought it could have been, but it wasn't because she turned the bag inside out. Yes, but the fact that you said to do it, then she believed it could be there, and then it was there. It was there, which is a remarkable thing yes. in itself, isn't it? It's so we, we sent her on her dinner date, quite happy. Yeah. Okay, one more story. Just yes, more and story. I have one too, actually. Okay, brilliant. Do you want me to go first? You yeah, go of first? course. Okay, all right. Um, again, it starts with a phone call, and it comes in on a missing will. Um, a lady... Uh, father's died and she can't find the missing will uh, that he's left behind. She well, knows she's got a missing will, but he do she doesn't know where it is. So again, a remote view, his bungalow and walk around the bungalow. And in my head, as I'm walking around the bungalow, I get this idea that there's a stub, a cupboard underneath a part of the room in the bungalow. So I look in this cupboard and on the shelf is a box and the box is a wooden box, but instead of opening the box up, you have to slide the lid across. Sure. And someone shows me to slide the lid, and underneath the lid is this document, which is the will. So what I did is I described this to the lady, and she said, right, I'm going there now. Stay on the phone, I'm going. And I walked her through where it was, and when she got there, she found the box, slid the lid across, and there was the will. Holy now, Cromoli. Yeah, it was an amazing thing because her reaction, Jackie, shock. was absolute, total. It was shock, then joy. Of course, and relief. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So let me ask you something. So, you know, Dom just showed me as we began this podcast, the remote control and the exposed batteries because the part that covers the batteries had popped off. So now, can you, can you close your eyes and trace where you think the back of that remote is? Yeah, I'm sure I'll be able to find it once I've finished talking with you. And I'm sure it's not far away, but it's not in my room right now. Uh, except except like, maybe it's back there. Maybe it's back. It may be because we've actually acknowledged it, but it wasn't before. And it was 10 minutes before I started talking to you. It's interesting. So See, I, and we were talking about missing objects. It's and perfect. it's just like, how could that happen? Because I would never set myself up for this. Because it's, <laughs> all I'm thinking about is I've got to nip down the shop and buy a new remote control. No, and, and you, you've been giving it some thought. And so you're, you know, your inner, your inner self, your guys are having fun with you. They said, we're going to, yeah. we're going to have missing objects today. It's what we're doing. And yeah. like I said, you know, it's a game that I play now. It's really funny. This wasn't the story I was going to tell, but so I have, you know, a, a one and a half year old and a four year old. So obviously I've got pieces of toys, you know, lots of sets of things. And I'm very anal about putting the sets back together when they're done playing with them. Okay. But no one is that anal because, you know, no one else in my house cares. So things go <laughs> missing. And I've learned that it, it really is a test for me because I'll just start doing something and I notice something's missing. Okay. And if I can laugh at it and say, of course it's missing, it's fine, it'll show up. Then immediately, like I said, I'll have the idea of where to look and there it is. And yeah. if I get frustrated, then I'm blocked. And it really is when you're in alignment, when you're feeling good, you really have access to infinite intelligence and your guides or whomever can definitely send you an inspiration in the form of a thought to tell you where the object is. And I'm saying this for people listening. And there are some people who are better at this than others. My brother has an ability to find missing objects. And there was wow. a toy 
this happened all the time and he would play play with it and actually everyone in my house says mommy finds everything so eventually i find do find things but he was talking about this on my other podcast on the evolution pod club about his daughters would always come to him and say i lost something or other and he would close his eyes and he would just see where it was under a bed and there was one time his daughter had this one toy that she slept with this toy was always with her and then one day it disappeared and she was distraught and she went to him and asked him where it was. And he saw it in a very strange place. And he went to a closet and on the very, very top shelf, which she could never reach, she was a child. Yeah. He found it. Okay. And immediately, and it made no sense how it got there. It was something she slept with. And it was just one of those things where you can just see it, where you get that signal. And it is a really fun thing to have basically have fun with missing objects. I think it's, there's always, it's always sort of a message from your guides. When you notice something's missing, there's divine timing in the, when you notice, and it may be when you're feeling frustrated or annoyed about something. And then they're like, Oh, this is the moment you're going to discover you're missing something or, or it's just to play with you. And it's how can you approach it? If you can approach it in joy and curiosity, I guarantee you'll have an easier time finding the thing or it will reappear for you. Okay. Let me just talk about a couple of things here. First of all, remote viewing is what your brother does. Yeah. Okay. So that's what it's called. Remote viewing. Remote viewing. And if you're interested in remote viewing, you're listening to the podcast, look up Ingle Swan because he is the father of remote viewing. He is an amazing guy. He's worked for the CIA. He's worked for lots of organizations and he's found things in different places and he's done remote viewing across the world. And I want that gift onto the moon. Well, ask your brother, your brother can show you. I have it sometimes. I have it sometimes. Okay. If you want to extend it, then get some dowsing rods because dowsing rods are an extension of you. And everything that we douse has an energy signature. And as long as those rods are connected to you, then you can actually then start to douse for the things that you're looking for. So if you hold the rods out in front of you, about six inches, about 12 centimeters apart, hold them out loosely and let them swing. And you can practice this over a bucket of water, just put a bucket of water, any washing up bowl or something, just fill it with water and put your dozen rods over the top and let them swing because water affects the energy and frequency of everything. Yeah. Okay. So if you actually want to tune into your rods, tune them in over water. But you can also, if you want to do something in the bath, you can practice your remote viewing because all you need to do is trace the places that you know in your head when you go out walking. So if, for instance, if you walk out your house and down the street and around the corner and through a park and back over and then over a bridge and home, you can easily retrace those steps in your thoughts. And that's the same as remote viewing. You can just get used to building a picture up in your mind. And that's a great thing to do when you're relaxing in a bath. Just like that And when we 